0: All right, how's it going? It's Ben. This is ADHD Explorers. Today we're talking about creativity. Just sit back, relax, enjoy. Do something with your hands. Hope you're doing good today. Hope you're doing really good. This is the, uh, the welcome jam. Let's get jammy. Let's get jammy, whammy, whammy. Let's get into a free, flow, playful mood because it's time three, to explore creativity. Three, two, one. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to ADHD Explorers. <laughs> what was that? Are they meow? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. We are the community of thousands of ADHDers who come together to learn about. What it's like having these kind of brains. Um, today mm. we're exploring creativity Yo. because there is some sort of definitely something the way our brain is wired s- somewhat differently in a way that makes creativity a huge part of our lives and I uh, kind mm. of I love I just love the experience of creativity so we want to explore
1: yeah
0: how to do it
1: so like if I google ADHD creativity there's eight and a half million results.
0: <laughs> Boom. See, I there's. I think it's something to do with um how I feel like in our brains there's just such interconnection between different concepts that's flowing all the time, and mm. that's what makes these ideas. This idea flow, I call it. Like there's just so many thoughts in our head, and it's crazy. And I think that creativity somewhat like stems this flow, or like yeah, you can use it to to for so many things. And yeah
1: so someone once explained to me that like in a, in a neurotypical brain so when you have a thought it like lights up kind of linearly between like one thing connects to another thing but in our brains it's like one thing it lights up the all the neurons around it
0: right yeah and
1: yeah so i think that's you're right it's like this interconnectedness in our brains yeah that Creates these novel ideas, yeah. or thoughts, right? Because that's what creativity is. I think people always think like creativity has to be painting or, like,
0: yeah, or like playing guitar, standard
1: art. Yeah, do you know like what I mean? The big three. But it's not. Yeah. yeah, creativity is just like the creation of new ideas or new concepts yeah. or like expression, right? Um, and I love that. Like, yeah, that's why I asked how do you get creative to the community so that i can see what other people do that i wouldn't think of <laughs> yeah
0: and i think there's so many different reasons why we do these different things like i'm really interested in how like the flow state is used because there's something mm-hmm. very useful about being in that state of complete and utter immersed focus which like we're kind of known for you know when we do get into it Hyper focus, I think is one of the most amazing, powerful things. I really wanted to ha- have this podcast on creativity to kind of explore the other side because so much of ADHD is like, oh yeah, I get up late and I'm late for stuff. But there is a seriously special thing that, mm. that we have in our brains, this, ab- this ability or this idea stream or something that allows us to problem solve. It allows us to see mm-hmm. ideas that, other people haven't been able to see because they don't see the world the same way. There's this like so much amazing things There's so many successful ADHD people that have harnessed this and found ways to, you know, like monetize it and make their lives so much more fulfilling because of this ability. And I just wanted to explore it and see how we could use this in the best way, you know? Yeah. Like, how do we harness this?
1: What makes you feel creative? Or what do you do that is... What's your creative outlet? Like, what's your main thing? So,
0: (laughs) this really interesting thing happens when I play guitar. And I think that normally when you play guitar, people expect, oh, you're going to go on X Factor, pop idol, blah, blah, blah. And you have to, like, go Mm -hmm. to festivals, you have to do all that. Ding, ding, ding. I don't give a fuck about any of that bullshit. Because (laughs) here's what music is for me. Music for me is sitting down with an instrument and you play a note and when you play that note you're hearing that note and this is this might sound crazy but I think you guys will get it is in that when there's something I want to play that I hear in my head and I'm locked into that Mm. challenge of trying to play it and I work it out it gives me boom huge dopamine dosage and it feels so freaking good and that locks me in Mm. in this cycle where I'm getting better every second and I'm and I get fully immersed in the activity. It it mm. grabs all of my attention to one place. And to have that state of mind where I'm like calm and focused on one thing is is a beautiful thing. And I think it's like meditation or like it's what mm. people get from exercise. It's that same thing where you have that fully immersive concentration. And to me, like that is the best therapy. Because it almost <laughs> it almost like all this focus that is in loose threads, right? That's been like You know, like frayed, like the end of a thread, our attention from like scrolling Reddit or having all these different ideas, blah, blah, blah. I feel like our attention gets really spread out and frayed. But when it comes to that state of immersion, that hyper focus, whatever, it allows me to feel like calm and it, it brings all that those threads of attention to one place and then i can use that yeah, attention so you're like in other weaving ways.
1: your threads together yeah. <laughs> to create like a strong rope
0: right exactly and i feel like it brings my attention together and then after i do that immersive activity i feel like that attention is like stronger afterwards for a while mm. and, that, and And that's, also just as someone has
1: seen you play guitar like it is <laughs> it's it's crazy you don't understand like watching Ben play music he makes up like completely new sounds or like does things in music that I'm like I don't understand how your brain does that because like as someone who plays ukulele Mm. for me I'm like do the notes of the song and like that's how I learn it and like I have to do it like how it is because my brain doesn't know how to come up with those like new sounds or like funky little things that you do on the side and it's like it's amazing to watch and I think just in general like when someone gets into whatever their creative space is it's beautiful
0: it's magic right and that's why I want it that's why I want everyone to have that slice I think everyone has that thing everyone has something they're obsessed with especially us (laughs) you know all of the community (laughs) we're all obsessed with like one thing that weird little niche thing and I think that a big part of um, loving your ADHD is finding your niche and and uh, and playing with it and just doing doing those things you love, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great.
0: Because we can't do anything else
1: what's interesting I've been looking up a couple of like articles and things on ADHD and creativity and on the one on Healthline there's a note that says like in a study from 2017 people with ADHD were more likely to report they were creative in the performance domain so like acting playing music things like that or interestingly like mechanical scientific domain so like setting up experiments or like researching maybe like robots and stuff like that um compared to like what people would I guess stereotypically think of creativity and the artistic domain like drawing pictures of Mm. something they've never seen before so that's interesting to me because it's like we are actually more creative in things that people might not typically think of like the creative arts like even conversation
0: conversation is an art form Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. and like I think that that's another. I think, like, one of my philosophies on life, if you're ready for it, is um, is that everything can be creative. You know, like even walking down the street, you can walk a bit weird, oh, yeah, and for you sure. can, you can. I've
1: definitely had someone say like, "That's a creative use of that word," <laughs> where you like use a word the way not. I, mean, I don't talk about swearing because I swear a lot. Like that's creative language, is what people say. But, <laughs> but um, no, as in like, you know when you verbify something or like use a word in a way that mm, it's not supposed yeah. to be used just because yeah. it's
0: fun. I think that I think that, that I think that I've seen that in a few ADHDers and it's like maybe it's more of this like kind of lateral idea that language is just another tool to express yourself. Uh, mm, it makes mm-hmm. it like it is fun to say like wibbity boom, you know, and all these weird <laughs> funny like squidgy words like all these little turns of phrases that you can make up. Like, I think it makes life more fun to, like, use language in a fun way. But what I wanted to say is um, it's really interesting what you were saying about how ADHDers seem to really um, benefit from performance domains because I was reading about how there are different kind of learning environments and some Mm. learning environments you get instantaneous feedback. And that is such a huge part of... I feel like when you get that instantaneous feedback, it allows you to immediately know what was good and what was bad. And then you can use that to your advantage. And that happens all the time in performance.
1: Mm. Yes, that's what I love about like, because I'm an actor and and when I used to do, uh, and people always ask me like, do you want to do theater or film? And they're so different and I love both of them. But there is something about that theater, like being on stage and getting that like live instantaneous feedback that I think for some people puts them like in a complete, like, I would never want that because I can't handle that. But I'm like, yeah, give it to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. There's something about um, another element is this kind of fearlessness. You know how I think it's called fearlessness when it comes to ADHD, but I think it's actually that the curiosity can be so strong. That mm. the fear doesn't seem as big, and you want to know what the thing is. You know, you want to find out. Mm-hmm. You want to, and I think that every time I've been like, every time on one stage, it's really terrifying. And I think that's just what it is. It's like a state. <laughs> it's just how it it sets your adrenaline going, and it makes you yeah, good. I Feel like in my I'm opinion. gonna shit
1: myself. It's
0: fine. <laughs> so, yeah. So <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> so um, when the poop's coming out, you just you just go with it. Blah blah blah. <laughs> But what, what was I fucking saying? As soon as I said shit myself, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, my God.
1: Um. it keeps coming out.
0: Um, but, yeah, it's a challenge. There's something about challenge, too. You know how, like, challenge, like, like, if I wanted to go up and sing the same songs over and over again, I'd get so bored. But because it's yes. scary, it's almost like I want to know if I can do this.
1: Yeah. You know I mean? and, and and on that note, like you were saying the curiosity side of it. And I think we're always like, we're curious, like if I do this, what will happen? And I think that's an element to our creativity, right? Like that constant testing things and pushing the boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Of being like, if I put this thing here or like when you're singing or playing music, you're like, Well if I make this sound here or yes. put this note here, like yes. what happens? Yeah that is creativity.
0: I was I was wondering like Do you know how I think a lot of the time when it comes to creativity, there's two versions of it. Like let's say when it comes to art, there's replicating what you see. And there's people who are very Mm -hmm. technically skilled at just copying what they see. But then there's Mm -hmm. the other side of it where it's like, can you catch something that is in the flux of your imagination and bring Mm -hmm. that to reality? And I think that that's where ADHDers excel. In the mm-hmm. same way that mm-hmm. when it comes to music, you can just copy what's on the page. And I say, fuck that, I- I'm gonna play what's in my mind. And I think that that is a skill that you can't buy. You can practice it for sure, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think that that that's one element that I think we should really like reflect upon and see how we can really use that in our lives, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm like hearing hearing that thing within like um, i think is really interesting wow yeah, I'm so high just <laughs> like,
1: ag- acknowledging it and like running with it yes because i think sometimes when we're doing these like quote creative disciplines like okay i'm going to sit down and paint now and we feel like we have to fit into maybe the standard of what painting is right yeah. and be like okay I have to put this picture on the page and if it's not perfect then we didn't do it right but like listening to that little voice that's like "But what if you did this instead
0: <laughs> hey little oh, honey girl. why don't you do this <laughs> right because i swear like. there was this beautiful uh ted talk that i would recommend to everyone and it and it just makes me think about creativity in such a wonderful way and it's What's the lady that wrote Eat, Pray, Love? Elizabeth Gilbert. She does this TED talk. Oh, and
1: it's about the genius. Yes! Right. It's so good. Freak me.
0: This, This lit my mind up because I think that when it comes to creativity, we think oh, this is my art, this is my work, this is my identity, I'm putting it out there and I'm really scared to put it out there, blah, blah, blah. Her -hmm. philosophy is... And if if
1: it's wrong, then the onus is on me and I did a bad thing, right?
0: Yeah, right. And so you feel guilty. And we can feel crushed. Like, I know that I've put stuff out there that I freaking... I'm so ashamed of now because so much time has gone on and it's, like, so early work and I'm better than I was then. I'm like, I feel so shit about it. (laughs) But... Her philosophy is that um, in the Greek times, um, there was this tradition, or like ancient ancient Greece, there was this tradition that people weren't geniuses, but they had geniuses, which was it's this like spirit mm. thing that gives you your ideas. And they didn't say that Plato was a genius, or they wouldn't say that he was a genius, but he had this brilliant genius. <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. that Her basic philosophy is like, yeah, that sounds like flim flam, blah, blah, blah. But why not use that? And when you do use that as your mindset, taking your identity and your ego out of it and just like think of it like you're a channeler for these ideas that have chosen you.
1: Yeah. I think that's so
0: freaking cool. I got to reflect on that more. Let the
1: genius come to you and don't be so reliant on, like, oh, I'm not good because I i'm not creative right now. exactly it's like, okay well the genius just isn't with me today <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah right
0: you don't take it on your own shoulders to take responsibility yeah. for every little spark and it means you can I've actually
1: out. um i've been feeling like that a bit lately like i have not been super creative mm, um in mm. my outlets like i have not been doing my painting, which is like one of the things that I do that like I the ways I express myself or like being a performer. Like I haven't done that in, in a long time actually. Um and I part of me feels like, oh I'm I'm so uncreative I'm and I'm bad and da 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 like yeah. I get negative with myself but it's just like that hasn't come to me to have that like inspiration. And I think there is a level of it where you can just start doing the thing and then it will come to you. Yeah. Like it's it's finding that balance as well. With, no, you can't just sit there waiting for it. <laughs> like,
0: but you know you just come to me. <laughs> Please. I really really know what you mean about those periods where it's like You know when you just don't feel it You don't feel like doing anything
1: Yeah like I feel like I have writer's block But I'm not a writer Like (laughs) Mm,
0: mm, 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 mm.
1: I just have like
0: It's just like Creative
1: block Like I don't know It's weird And I Would Love to know how to get that back. So I think part of what I asked people was like, how are you creative? And it's just like, most people just answered with like the different things that they do that make them feel creative. And I think that's great. Um, And so like maybe going through that will give me some, a little bit of inspiration to like get back into my creative side.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Should we jump in?
1: Yeah. And
0: see what people have said. Um, This person says, "What uh, in response to what do you do? uh they said art i'm an artist and it's a great creative outlet for me crafts uh, ren ren music said expressing my emotion
1: yeah so they had a kind of uh it's usually music for me i don't necessarily play my own songs so i enjoy trying out new ways of playing already existing songs and making Making them them emotional." emotional adding my own touches and in general
0: expressing my emotion. oh my that. gosh wait that is that's one thing that's I think a really good pool to draw from is that like bucket of emotion because mm, like, our emotions are already very creative
1: <laughs> right, right in their own right
0: <laughs> but like the times when I've written a song f- uh, b- stemming from an emotion rather than just trying to write a song or like getting in my head about it. It's Mm. way, they're way better and way more Mm -hmm. freaking beautiful. And I think that actually what he's saying is like, it's like what, it's like emotional release, you know? It's like to be able to feel the emotions that, you know, in day-to-day life, we're not allowed to like cry and we're not allowed to really like be angry and we're not allowed to do all these things. But when you're sitting with your guitar and you're taking a song it's that time where you're allowed to feel like you're allowed to and that is so cathartic i think they say
1: oh for sure i've done that like with painting Mm. especially when i was like an angsty teenager i used to just take like oh god i look at some of the paintings i was a (laughs) teenager i'm like she was so sad
0: oh Right. Like
1: I used to just draw crying eyes or like bleeding wrists or like, like a lot of very like visceral things. Yeah. But it was what I was feeling inside and it was kind of a healthy way for me to get some of that out was to just paint it. And I had all of these like things in my brain. Yeah. And it just, yeah, like I was just using that. And some of those like oh there's this painting i did of like a girl sitting on a chair just looking sad but it's i put it on my wall still because like it's from i don't know like 10 years ago and it's still one of the most beautiful things i did i just like did it and ran with it and it just took that emotion that i was feeling at the time and i think it is it's so powerful Hmm. in guiding your creativity
0: yeah um, and and to have that time to release your emotion, I think there's not many things we can do that allow us to do that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like, I guess like with kickboxing and stuff, but like as ADHDers, I feel like there's a lot of emotions going around and they get stacked on <laughs> each other and stacked on each other. And to actually have a, like a time and place to do it, oh, it's good. NGL, yeah. <laughs> I've started saying NGL, <laughs> NGL. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know if that's uh, too... uh, I've been spending too much time on Reddit, probably. Um, This person says, sometimes it just comes to me. I haven't found a way to deliberately channel channel it.
1: This is the genius.
0: Yeah, it's the genius. Yeah. (laughs) I love doing my makeup. I love doing diamond art and paint by numbers. Right.
1: Yeah, I actually got really into... Like, I'm not a big makeup wearer, generally. Like, on my day to day I don't wear makeup but I've got into doing like makeup for the sake of of doing something fun and creative like on Halloween I did these like cool spider webs on my face and just like playing around with it because it's like painting but on your face right it's play it's play I
0: am I've wanted to talk about how play is like I don't know what it is about it but I feel like to, to any time I've tried to learn something, it's like messing around with it like I'm a baby and I'm trying to figure out it from the basics. And just like there are no wrong moves. is how, yeah. it's the funnest way to learn an instrument because like if you just take away all of the ideas like and play it like you're a baby, like turn it upside down, see how quiet you can play it, how loud you can play it. And
1: <laughs>
0: I feel like you, that process of playing helps you learn the whole, like, spectrum of that medium, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you get a better idea than if they were like, oh, just put your finger here and like, push this, ding. But that's so fucking boring to me. Okay, I've (laughs) said my thing. But like, I swear play is the secret to everything. You know? To get it out again. Just freaking Exactly like I always get in my head about journaling and I think oh I have to do this perfectly or blah 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 I'm not going to do this right I should just play it out you know what I mean you can't yeah. do anything wrong write it down like you're a kid again and it helps you break off that like it helps you break out of that kind of narrow minded thinking that oh this has to be like this or this has to be like this there is no wrong way to do it in this state of play and playing mm-hmm. with others I swear connects you Anyway, I'm obsessed oh, with for play sure. as a yeah. concept. And
1: sometimes there's that, like, <laughs> when you get on that vibe with another person, like, and that interconnected yeah. like, creative vibe. Bouncing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, when we were recording my cover last year at your place, and mm. it was just like <laughs> Like that flow state when you both are like, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, what about this? <laughs> like what about the... this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you, like, push each other up
0: there's like the way our brains are networked almost are, are they're so apt for that kind of improvisation mindset you know where mm-hmm. it's like you go like i think everyone should do like improvised classes um f- because mm-hmm. they help with not that i've done any but i want to do some but they help <laughs> with like conversation you know because you're saying you should do this thing yes I have not done and well I should do it I'm telling myself too Um, you say yes to everything and then go with it and there's something about being in that state of like I don't know fun playfulness that I think is really cool
1: yeah
0: (sighs) I'm so hyped I need to calm down no
1: you don't
0: (laughs) okay here's the other thing that I was going to talk about is um, when you're doing stuff like makeup and diamond art and painting by numbers i swear there's something to this the it's like when you have a mini task that's super defined like paint by numbers let's say right mm-hmm. it allows that same immersion because you know exactly what you're doing you don't have to think at all you don't have to make any decisions
1: mm-hmm. and you
0: can and that's a really friendly um place to to be in in a creative it's a really good creative mindset to be in Mm -hmm. this way
1: i feel like it's a good kind of like like starting point for yeah getting into whatever your creative mindset is right it's like okay i'm gonna just start off by like doing this pain by numbers and then it kind of like sparks that flow of energy in your brain Right, right right
0: you get to think You get to see Mm -hmm. your thoughts clearly because it's all, like, focused on one thing. And I swear, like, your thoughts come up and you, like... What I find, I find myself reflecting during those kind of activities on, like, things in my life Mm -hmm. where normally my brain is going too fast to, like, fully crystallise that stuff. Mm. And I think that's why it's so good for us. Those kind of slow... where we get to slow down a bit and, like, squeeze or colour and all that. yeah Yeah,
1: it's nice this person says uh, songs I write songs when I feel sad
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah oh and it's all in capitals yes good keep writing those songs brother or sister I can't tell but hell yeah (laughs) drawing making up stories in my head Ooh, writing some of those stories and possibly music soon yes Drawing. Drawing is a fun one. For real.
1: I like that whole concept of making up stories in my head. Yeah, like, is that? I think sometimes we think we have to, like, if we are writers or mm. creators in any way, we, like, have to put it out there, you mm, know? Mm. Or if I make up this yeah. song, I have to record it. Yeah. Or if I re- create this story. Why not? We, why can't we just do it in our heads? Like that's a perfectly good place for it to
0: be this is a thing I think about a lot it's like sometimes there's this expectations that when you just do something for fun that you have to take it like a thousand miles away because I think these days you know we're surrounded by all these instagrammers who are amazing at that thing and youtubers who are amazing yeah. at that thing and it's like so it fills our minds so much that to just do that thing for fun or do that for our own pleasure is kind of like what you just you just make up stories in your head you don't like fight like monetize that oh my god you know Mm, but like why should we're like like, conditioned
1: into this society where everything is capitalist right and we have to commodify our assets whatever those assets may be and it's like we're also then told like as ADHDers, you have to do what you love and then (laughs) so it's like finding that balance of you can also just do it for you I think that's really special and I made that conscious decision with my painting and my artwork Mm, and you mm. know that like I'm I'm a talented painter I think like I paint well Yeah. and I do it for me (laughs) Mm. I have thought about trying to sell my artwork before briefly but like that takes away part of the
0: Right, the magic side of it, because then you, you have it. to
1: do it for yeah a certain style or like a certain object or whatever it is. And it's like
0: no, I want to do it just because I want to do it. <laughs> it's almost like these things are a kind of self care, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure after you finish your paintings, you feel so proud of that thing, right? You mm-hmm, all this time it, in. yeah, and that dopamine rush. I feel like that helps us get a sense of like who we are and the fact that we're doing something good and it's like a reward it's like we make our own little rewards by having those things like and i also
1: love to give them to people as gifts because Mm. seeing like their appreciation of something that i've put time and effort into is like so rewarding and that's all i need i don't need like someone to buy my artwork from me it's like just making someone happy really So nice. you made,
0: yeah. So you made a conscious decision to keep it just for you.
1: Yeah, my mum wanted me to go to fine art school,
0: right? To paint. Oh wow, yeah, yeah.
1: Instead of going to study chemistry. Oh
0: man, but I, I really. What are two completely different things? <laughs> yeah, normally parents are like, and like, I dare. rebelled
1: against my mum by going and doing science.
0: <laughs> but um. What was I gonna say I was gonna say like like when it comes to music I have such a warm place in my heart for all those people that have a guitar in their room and a ukulele in their room and they play it and it and it's nice for them you know and I think that there's been so many times where I you know maybe I've played like a gig and I've played the same song so many times and it's not the same experience it's like I definitely like when I have been more professional with my music and like done proper gigs and all that. Like, yeah, sometimes I've been really special, not gonna lie, but there's, it's like a whole different field, a whole different reason, a whole different meaning behind it when I'm playing it for me and the guitar. And I'm just like, yeah. orgasming out at how good it can sound, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm really in it for. That's, and I think that. Yeah. And I think that you can do that. Like I did that, I put three fingers on the guitar f- to play my first chord, right? It was a D shape. And I swear, like you can Google what a D shape is on guitar or whatever, and you can play it. And when I heard that for the first time, it sounded like pure sunshine. And all it oh. took was like three minutes. But that moment to me gave me such a thrill that I was like damn this is this is gonna be like a big thing in my life and it sounded like all the songs I'd heard and it it just no gig will ever give me that pleasure I feel yeah in a way it's like you can do it anywhere and I think that I don't know we need a word for this like hobbifying or you know <laughs> to have something that means that much to you I know it's really cool and you
1: do it for you
0: yeah Rather than... And that is a form of
1: self-care. Like you were saying, like, giving yourself that creative outlet for the sake of it. Like, um, my partner who I've mentioned in previous episodes has ADHD Mm. and he's Mm. working on his like PhD thesis right now I think that's a lot of like hard work for his brain and so then in the afternoon sometimes he's like I'm gonna do woodwork now (laughs) and he's like making these like steps for his bus and it's really sweet and he like loves that and like I've seen him he does lights as well for like music shows and Mm. seeing him just like the way like He lights up literally (laughs) when he's doing (laughs) lights and like it's beautiful. Just like watching someone in that realm. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I think other people around you find it beautiful when like I watched a YouTube video of this guy who was super obsessed about ants. And he had like (gasps) these all these ant tubes and he made like he knew every single thing about ants and how they dug and he's like, Oh, this guy's got a bad leg today. He knew so much that I watched like a 25 minute video of this guy just on fire of passion, in a passion fire, just talking about how these ants were. And it was like captivating. It was absolutely captivating. Yeah, because I feel like, for me personally, if I'm not doing one of those things, it's so easy to fall into the trap of like jumping on a dopamine dripper like Instagram, mm, Facebook, Instagram? blah, blah, blah. YouTube, the YouTube rabbit holes, right? Uh,
1: Facebook, aka Metaverse.
0: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Why did they steal the word
1: meta from us?
0: Yeah, that was a cool (laughs) word. Um, But I find myself like, after two hours of like scrolling, I don't feel fulfilled. Like it feels good in the moment. But two hours afterwards, I feel really shit. And then when I'm doing a hobby... Well,
1: I've been getting into YouTube polls a lot lately. And then I take my laptop to bed and I'll just at the end be like...
0: What oh, am I? I man, why am why I am watching staring? this
1: video about like beauty blogger drama?
0: I swear, <laughs> I, don't I swear, care. and I don't know why, but I feel like kind of super sad and drained after a huge. Yeah. Do you feel that too?
1: Yeah, like there's sometimes when I watch just like two or three videos, it's great, like that's cool, and then but it's like when I get sucked into the algorithm, yeah, sucked into the algorithm.
0: <laughs> that's the sound. Uh, then, of sucked. Into the after
1: algorithm. like it ends up being few hours right and then you're yeah. like huh. you're like a zombie like, yeah
0: yeah yes. I, it's it, yes. especially when for me before sleep i if i'm zomb- i zombify myself and i get yeah. stuck in that hole of holes it changes the yeah. whole thing so that's why i don't know i wanted to talk about creativity to kind of reinspire myself and anyone else that might be in my position That Mm. if you feel like you're in a hole and you're just scrolling all the time, which I know I really am, um, try and make a list of all the things that are fun, that you love, and stick them on the wall or like on the background of your phone so you can always like do that instead. Yeah,
1: or put your things out where you see them so you're more inclined
0: to use them. Yes, I think that's a really good tip. You know, like, um, having it accessible. Like, I, like with learning ukulele, yeah. I always say to everyone, just strap it to yourself and just wear that all the time. And, um, yeah. and you can't not play it. Like, if you're stuck in a queue or blah, 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 yeah. whatever. Or, like, if you're doing photography, strap it to yourself. <laughs> and then you're taking yeah, photos all the I, time.
1: I haven't been painting as much the last year or so. And I think, do you know what it is? Probably partly is that I had like a cupboard in my van where I put my, part, my art materials and I had like a box oh. in my apartment where I put my art materials, which is great for organization. It was but hidden. But it's not great for inspiration.
0: Oh, that's right. There's something about, you know how Amin is the dude who runs ADH Doers? Um, and he says that there's something about having it super accessible You know, and and having that... Making... Removing all the steps before the activity. You know what I mean? Like... Yes. Like, I Remove barriers to entry. That's it. That's it. Remove barriers to entry. Because I noticed with me, when I had all my recording studio stuff stacked in a box, I didn't want to record because, like, to set up takes, like, 40 minutes of all the cables, blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to do anything. But I left it. I just made a area for it in my house and then you can sit down and like if you have a pr- the preset blah 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 you can make those barriers to entry like really smooth
1: and then yeah. then
0: it becomes like a flow of doing all your favorite things that's the dream i swear like the ideal situation would be a house which is like a long corridor and you wake up, or a circle, <laughs> and you wake up in the morning, and then like, and each chill. room is right. just like
1: a space, and when you walk into it, and, <gasps> and it's just a mess, oh but it's a beautiful mess. of like, be a dream. Like accessibility.
0: Like, imagine you have a circular corridor, right? You wake up, and then you, the shower is right there, and then the next room is a kitchen. You can have breakfast. Oh
1: my god! Imagine like that. It is. <gasps> <And that'd> be <laughs> well, a dream! Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, whoa. Imagine you make an ADHD house retreat is a center routine?
0: to teach you a routine. And so hygiene.
1: A physical routine. Mine is like not quite like that, but I walk out of my bedroom and I turn right and there's my bathroom. And then it's it's just out of the kitchen. And then I'm in the kitchen and then after that is like my living room space where I do my work and things.
0: So you kind of have it set up like that. Like imagine like at ten PM you're in another area and there's like a big well you can drop your phone into. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then
1: it just slowly slides down that well for eight hours and then yeah, it pops up when pops your up alarm in the needs to go off
0: and- yeah gosh that would be the dream can we
1: design this house
0: that would be the best ADHD retreat centre or like ADHD <sighs> friend- friendly house and there's like a big garden yes. for you to roam around when you get stressed <laughs> that would be my dream I <laughs> like sheep or something We and need dogs. to make this happen though, seriously I, I, I need it in my life so bad uh, I've been thinking a lot so about So, let's yeah. have a look
1: at some of the other things that people say Yeah, cool um, t-
0: Took uh, me a long time to realise This one says Sorry, I'm just so excited <laughs> This one says Took me a long time to realise Spreadsheets were a major outlet for my creativity Wow, wow spreadsheets wow that's so cool like that just shows that creativity can be anything like spreadsheets can go deep too with all these formulas and colors and like i'm amazed i want to hear more like how far can spreadsheets go tell
1: me how you spreadsheet like what do you do (laughs) (laughs) but that's great and i think that kind of takes us on to like i wanted to talk about um how to find moments of creativity yeah. in your day-to-day life. Yeah, let's go. Right. So like, how do you find like little areas where you can be creative? And so for me, that's things like um, cooking. I love cooking and I, I especially love cooking for other people, but I try and also like when I'm cooking just for myself, mm. to make my plate look pretty. You know, Aww. and put like the little sprinkle of green onions on the top mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. make my dish look nice and like take my photo from my Instagram, which I know is so cheesy, but like no, it okay. makes me feel creative. Right. It makes me feel like I'm doing something and interesting fulfilled. and exciting. And yeah, those little things. My like bullet journal, how you know, I like to to change up the colours that I'm using in my daily like it's a tiny little thing, mm-hmm. but it's just like those little hints of Creativity that I think can help you to you bring it find that genius or like yeah
0: Yeah, you bring it I swear like if you're like training your mind to do those extra pizzazzes and finesses and style and you know Mm. motifs in all this stuff then I swear like your brain will automatically bring that to other areas of your life when you're doing them you know oh yeah for sure because our brains
1: like interconnectivity right and so if you're like Doing these type of things, like these pizzazzes, I love that. <laughs>
0: pizzazzes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Frick yeah. I love that. It, de- it does come into do you... all areas of your life. What?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, do you have any little things that you kind of do that with? You have your little, like, cute drawings that you do on things? So like...
0: I love doodling. Yeah, like, I just draw my phone on this app called Google Keep, and it's like a really, like, little notes app. And I, I draw on that with my this finger.
1: T-shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing the dream, uh,
0: daydreamer. The ADHD are like making T-shirts, which is of of my drawings, which is really cool. And the drawings are like yeah. ADHD related. And I I don't know. It's just like I like to bring out the sides of ADHD that make me feel proud to be an ADHDer. And I think that yeah. having that in colourful bright shiny pictures is a nice way to like remember that and uh and now they're making t-shirts for ADHD which is crazy with that with those doodles and that makes me feel happy but it's something that um I know it's something really like fun for me and easy and I and it's I don't know talking about talking about making moments of creativity in your day to day life I think it's really cool when it's easy to jump into you know and like, mm. that app is always on my phone la-di-da but I was gonna say that I was gonna say that one thing for me that helps me channel my creativity at all times is having like a notebook and any idea I have when it comes to catch it you know yeah and writing it down
1: voice notes are good for that too. oh
0: yeah yum <laughs> And I swear that trains your brain to treat those ideas with respect and honor and be like, right, yeah. that is gold. And so next time one comes up, you've got it captured. And I feel like through having a place for that, like a notebook or a putting it in your voice notes, it helps your brain know that, yes, you're doing the right thing. Thank you for this stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and like solidifying that idea as
0: well. Mm, mm. Yeah, I love that. Let's see what else people have said. I draw a lot. I'd like to plug my profile at drawn and out, if it's allowed, lol. Totally, welcome.
1: Go follow at drawn and out.
0: (laughs) I'm so proud of anyone that puts out their stuff and shares it because that is, it's kind of like a raw thing, you know what I mean?
1: It's like showing
0: someone your privates, it's like, You're kind of scared It's not illegal (laughs) Right, right, right Of course Um, (laughs) But it's like It's a tender thing That you're kind of Afraid to show Because you don't want to get Negative feedback But you've made this thing It's very special to you This is the weirdest metaphor To run with For sure
1: But (laughs) But
0: you know what I mean Like it's scary To show people Your your stuff sometimes And I think that Part of being creative Is being like Open to that People will think whatever. Ah, oh, well, ring a ding ding, it's cool to do. Yeah, it.
1: exactly. It's like like when I make my my ukulele cover videos and on I put them up on YouTube and I'm like, well, you know, it's fine. They might not be good or someone might right. not like it, but like that's okay.
0: Yeah, I did it for me. I it done always it in a makes while, me but... happy when I see one come up because it's like <laughs> because I I swear like you put up more stuff than I do, you know, and I'm just. <laughs> super afraid of sharing and I need to get over that. Sometimes these yeah. these podcasts are like therapy for me, to be honest. And be like, yeah, yeah okay, oh well, that's a situation I didn't know I had, but well, I better just do something about that, I guess. Well, be so that's why it makes me so creative. proud.
1: But I think when someone like tells you like, be creative, if they just said that to me, I'd be like... Mm. <laughs>
0: What's that noise to me? Like I,
1: I don't know. I just feel like I don't how. What? What, what are you what talking do you mean? about? Are you creative.
0: I am a creative. Yeah, Flux.
1: Because it's like this person said, it just comes out of nowhere randomly. Yes,
0: I think that's the truest yeah. truth. It's like it's like not. I swear, it's like we've almost got this like eternal fire of stuff coming out all the time of yeah. ideas and, and for
1: me it's always at a time that's like like when I was writing more so I was writing for a while I was doing like funny little skits and, and sketches and, and ideas for like movies and things like that and they would come into my brain and it was always the most annoying times like my genius is a dick he would be <laughs> like you're writing your bike right now
0: I'll <laughs> give you <me> an idea
1: <laughs> I'm like this is not a convenient time not for now. ideas
0: let me just pull over That's and write this idea That's actually when I started down.
1: doing voice notes because you can kind of pull your phone out and just, like, oh, talk cool. at it. Um.
0: That's really smart. There needs to be, like, some face-worn thing that you can just, like, chuck ideas into. I'm sure there will be. That would be the greatest artist's talk. You know what I'm really excited about with creativity is freaking, like, brain-computer interfaces where you could just, like, mm. see it in your mind and then it's on a screen or like captured that would, that's wow. my dream because that can you imagine how that would be like they call it the Promethean fire for artists you know the thing that ignites everything mm. that's what that's I, cool. I'm super excited for it's easier to get creative when I add colours to my work so I start playing with colours early
1: oh, that's cool yes yeah
0: colours are definitely like freaking wicked
1: yeah, what is it about colors versus like uh, something black and white that makes your brain like? I, it's probably not for everyone, but I think a lot of us it's like, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. It when, like with, with visually stimulated little nuggets, aren't we? Yeah. I was gonna say. There I needs like to this be... person said. Sorry, um,
1: they said growing veg and creating flower displays in the garden. Oh
0: yes. There is something about growing plants that is really, really satisfying. Yeah. And I don't know why. But I
1: will really respect that. You know, when you walk past, like, and someone has just like a beautiful garden, or like mm. the plants in their window are hanging and they're just like so mm. nicely arranged, whereas I'm like, oh. just a bunch of random pot plants on my window, <laughs> so like, hopefully you don't die.
0: But you know what? I feel like. As a human that struggles with feeling productive and feeling like worthy all the time, to have something in on the back burner that's always growing, like growing plants, yeah. like to know that my flowers would always be growing and my plants, like that's so satisfying to know that something is always, like I'm always doing something without even doing it in that moment, you know? Like you water the flowers, the whole day you're like, oh yeah, my. My plants are growing, you know? <laughs>
1: so
0: that's a satisfying thing.
1: Yeah. What's really cool I think about people who do like these garden displays and stuff, you you're planting these seeds. I mean, maybe they're planting them when they're already flowered, but like otherwise, you're planting these seeds and then you're thinking like what is this gonna look like when it flowers and when it grows? And like mm. planning that out, like that's crazy and
0: amazing. Yeah. <laughs> You know what, I met, I met this guy who had this beautiful relationship with plants and he said that he was this Jamaican guy and he was chill as anything. He had the most pure soul of anyone I ever met. And he said that he loves to go to his garden and walk around and he said that he doesn't even need to think about anything. He just knows what to do by looking around. And then he's in this like, he described it as a kind of like flow state where he doesn't need to do anything there's always something needs to be done and you always know what mm. to do and he was and he, I bet he probably had a beautiful garden but it was the way he talked I'm about sure. it and I think that infused him with such a peaceful soul or something just being outside yeah. and you're always doing something tactile when you're working with plants, you know what I mean you're feeling yeah. the soil with your hands and that keeps the focus on the you know, in that mindful place So I think it's super cool Mm-hmm. When the hyperfocus hits, mm. yeah, <laughs> waiting for the random hyperfocus. <laughs> A lot of people talking
1: about it. it's just like, I yeah. Just wait for it to it's,
0: yeah, It fucking. Yeah. That's so true though. I don't not in control of this. Sometimes I just feel yeah. like the pig is in control of the car, and it just does what it does. <laughs> I'm not in control okay. of this.
1: <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> like a pig driving a Ferrari. Is like...
0: Yeah, it's a way of life. It's just... really fun mm. when the pig is mm-hmm. driving. Then you could just be like, oh, we need that on a t shirt. You... I know, we need that on a t shirt. We need a pig driving a Ferrari, and we need a one that's like <laughs> when the hyper focus hits and it's just like a shocked face, like blazing through the sky.
1: Yeah. I like this person they said romance with a winky face (laughs) that is a place to get creative in the bedroom yes Yes, I love that tactile you're like what if I lick this body part and it's not (laughs) a sexy one that's normally sexy but I'm gonna try it anyway (laughs)
0: yeah elbows ring-a-ding-ding sexy sexy elbows Mm -hmm. yum 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 Um, because (laughs) this fits in again to like playing when you play Play. together it bonds you and in romance, winky face with a smiling emoji, it really is a time for you to play together. Oh, that's so nice. Wait, yeah. someone said kink parties. Hula what? hoops, what? dance. Oh,
1: hula hoops, plants, dance. And, and kink, kink parties. parties, I love that. Yeah, Ooh. get creative at those kink parties. Wow, I need and to I go to some. And <laughs> I that with like, what they're doing at the kink parties, or I like know. their outfit, because, a lot of kink parties, like they will not let you in unless you are dressed mm. for
0: kink. Because it's like, is it like so role play or something? Either like
1: you're latex or you're like sexy outfit, and I'm like, that's fun. That's a way I would like to get creative. Is like, yes, up in some fun kinky Especially
0: clothes. like when it comes to like, I'm sure when it comes to like dominant personalities and submissive personalities, is you can kind of play a role, and that helps. Probably activate that creative side of your brain because you're like putting your shoes in mm. another kind of mind. It's using yeah for place. sure,
1: and also with like gender expression. So like mm. I. Um, actually, on Halloween, I went as like Jared Leto as the Joker, and so mm. I went and I had like my chest showing and my like boobs strapped so that I looked kind of masculine. And my partner was dressed as like in a women's outfit as a sexy bumblebee, and I was like, <laughs> I love this. It's just like this again. It's like play of <laughs> just like and Dude. everyone there. Oh, drag is such a beautiful form mm, of creativity mm. to me. It's right. just like. The way that they, you can manipulate your body to like make it show a different like gender expression or the clothes you're wearing or using makeup. Oh,
0: it's just yeah. such a beautiful art form. Yeah, like the more I watch RuPaul's Drag Race, the more I realise that drag isn't just about... Like, I used to think that it's just like people dressing up in a feminine form. But really, oh. it's like... So, it's like there are no rules. You can use this to say like the to work with like the meaningful things of the age you know like Simone mm. Simone was like rocking the all um, Black Lives Matter beautiful dress mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. protest it's to make you think differently it's like such a cool art form that I yeah. think there and should I be more dressing it's always up
1: been slightly counterculture it mm. kind of has that room for like a political undertone yeah, to it? Yeah, yeah, you're outside um, of
0: any bubble of how things should be. You're like pushing the mm-hmm. boundaries. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. Pottery says something fishy. Pottery, mm-hmm. right. Pottery, like, I don't know why I'm so Again, obsessed with tactile. Using things your right
1: hands, now. it's
0: very right. like, tactile. My so therapist. And crochet, someone did crochet as well tactile right i think my my therapist when i was super depressed was saying that i should do more tactile things because it helps because it helps harmonize like the presence the present moment Mm, to your your brain into
1: like the physical moment
0: yeah being connected to your body instead of like not being in your body and uh yeah pottery and what was the other one crochet yeah i love that i found
1: that recently with like i for canadian thanksgiving i made like a vegan turkey except i didn't make a turkey i made it shaped like a dick um (laughs) beautiful why not you do you and that was my form (laughs) of creativity but you i had to like make this dough and i was like getting my hands in there for 20 minutes and it was like really great and then like the shaping it and like being like does the skin look
0: dough. right? Dough. right. <laughs> was it like, what kind of dough was that? <laughs> Does the skin look yeah, right for a dick? Lol. It was
1: so good. It was seitan, which is like a vegan meat substitute and you oh, make it into a dough. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. But the process of... Squidging. Like, creating it and shaping it Ooh. it was just like, it was so joyful there's to something me. amazing
0: about plasticine clays, these like semi-solid things and I don't know yeah. why it's so satisfying, I don't know if Ditch. it's like shared amongst everyone <laughs> yeah, like at the end of the day, like hands and touching things is a huge part of our part of being human isn't it <laughs> Yeah. and I think that when we're on like a screen or something, just tap 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 in it doesn't feel like we're not paying attention to that physical side of it. So rock on, mm. tactile creators.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This person says, I love arranging furniture and creating new spaces. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I there. didn't think about that. Yeah. But that's so true. Man, there's so many different ways people are doing it. With strange dreams, says Inigorama yeah. 4
1: Oh, I love that Whoa. sometimes when you're like half asleep and then you you know when you were just waking up but you're still dreaming and then you're like oh, I want to
0: go back into this dream because it's Ooh, really good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you stop freaking playing with it you can step yeah. back in right when you imagine it again yeah oi I love it I love it Do someone some said
1: I make my kids cakes for birthdays Oh.
0: oh wait <laughs> that's it. so cool cakes i I wish
1: i could bake i am not a good baker every time i bake it's like it tastes good but it feels wrong or it looks wrong
0: be no faker baker (laughs) maybe that's just your style of baking yeah just weird (laughs) what would you say to someone another crochet oh crochet what is it about crochet i heard that it's really like it's like counting right you count in your making these cute fluffy things yeah
1: I have a lot of friends who are into either crochet or knitting and yeah it's something about like the repetition of it I guess that gets you like into a really nice mind state probably the same as like colouring painting by numbers that kind of thing it's like it's just this like
0: you kind of know what's happening once you know how to do it right right I think that's a huge part of it it's like once you get to that baseline point where it's like automatic it's really satisfying to do a hobby like this a creative hobby Mm. like this person says i love i draw things randomly and i love to improvise them to make it more original and i wish to be an illustrator like that says it again it's like there's all these people that are doing things to a point where it's like satisfying to improve that skill and be in that place. And then um, they get really freaking good over time. So cheers to you, That's so freaking cool.
1: Yeah, and this person says, I teach kids with severe disabilities and I love problem solving for them to be involved. That's great, that's a great way to be creative. It's like, how can I find a way for these kids who can't normally do this thing to do it, like finding creative solutions for accessibility purposes, it's great.
0: Like I swear there is something about, there's definitely something about the flow state with creativity and how people are doing it. But I think there's so many different reasons why people do it too. It's like some do it to relax, some people do it to like as therapy and like feeling their emotions. Um, Yeah. What are you, what
1: oh, are you I love me the uh, um, the ADD Tude. ADDitude <laughs> great <laughs> like, website. Like on the, they have an article about ADHD creativity, and at the end it just says, "Go make something, anything, no matter how small or clumsy your creative endeavor. Isn't about the end result. As long as you express yourself, the emotional and physical payoff will be positive and worthwhile." Wow, yes, it's like just do for the sake of doing it's literally it for the sake of it like yeah I think take away that pressure of it having to be good right for the best
0: or for xyz purpose just do for the sake of doing there is this uh, article I read and it was all about make shitty art yes <laughs> and holy cannoli bambazoli it was like it was like I don't know, it's changed how I think about things a lot because I think sometimes when I put pen to paper and I think, oh, I'm going to do something or whatever, I think, oh, this has to be perfect or la la la. I get so caught up in perfectionism that Mm -hmm. to just make shitty things is so pure and so satisfying. And I think it should be the default, to be honest, in creative things (laughs) because not everything is perfect. Like, how can you perfectly... How can you do something perfectly when you're trying to channel your emotions through it, you know?
1: That's yeah, like trying to do two things like at em-
0: once.
1: Embrace the imperfection.
0: Yeah, make shitty art. I love yeah.
1: it. Yeah. And then we have one more person who just said, in my fashion outfits, especially when they're different than everyone else's <laughs> sense of style.
0: Ooh, cool, groovy. Yeah, rock on man I'm so pleased that I love
1: that like when you see someone walking down the street and they've just you can tell that they have just like gone all out with what they're wearing (laughs) and sometimes I'm like I would never in my life wear
0: that yeah and like Like sometimes people put
1: items of clothing together that I'm like how did you think to do that (laughs) what do you know what I mean when you see that it's like so it's great I love it
0: but you can tell when people have put thought into things and like crafted something and it's like, I don't know. I just want everyone to be happy with making things. I think if I could do one thing on this earth, I'd love everyone to just enjoy doing their creative thing.
1: Because yeah. I think
0: that the more people do that, the more cool, beautiful things there'll be in the world. Aww.
1: So I think that's probably a good note to end on. Just yeah. like, go, do
0: things do your thing remove all the obstacles enjoy it and uh yeah we wish you all our love <coughs> from Ben and Addie today on ADHD yeah. and I'm excited to
1: see what your creative things are
0: yeah send us some stuff <laughs> you've made if you want on the Instagram at adhddoers and uh just uh keep rocking out love you
1: yeah and we are uh side note we have a Discord, but it's not very active, but we are looking at getting it reactive. Mm. Um, reactive? So we can just added. chat.
0: That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah,
1: so you could just chat. We'll have a creativity channel, an artwork channel, or something like that, where yeah. people can just, like, share their things. And it will just be, like, a space where you can, like, get excited with yeah. other ADHD. Yeah, yeah. So and, like, l-
0: lift each other up. Yeah. Because we on the lookout for
1: that. We'll be pushing
0: it out on the socials soon. Yeah. Take it easy, enjoy. Lots of love.
1: Yeah, bye bye bye.
0: Bye bye. Peace.